Welcome to the Realty Podcast, where Jillian and Catherine Hyde, Vegas dwellers and real estate sellers. On the Realty on Realty, let us pour you a cup. Learn all about the ins and outs of Las Vegas and how to set yourself up for financial success. Thanks for tuning in. Let's sip some tea. Hello and welcome back to the Realty Podcast. I am Jillian Hyde, joined by none other than Catherine Hyde. And today we are discussing remodeling a property before you sell. What's necessary, what's not, everything about it. So (laughs) when you're ready to sell, right? And every home can get lived in. It's just inevitable. What are the things that really make a home not look presentable to a buyer, not look favorable towards a buyer? What are some home improvements that are necessary in some cases? Okay. Well, um, prior to us taking a listing, I definitely like to do a walkthrough the property as it is. This, the seller doesn't have to do anything. And it's really to gauge um, the list of to-dos, what we have to do to prepare it for sale. And honestly, more often than not, what we need to do is a deep clean, a declutter, and then we're able to determine if there if we should invest any money in things like paint, washing the carpets, um, minor tweaks here and there. But that's exactly what they are more often than not. They're minor. 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 No, no full gut. No, let's redo a bathroom. No, I need a new kitchen. None of that is usually rarely necessary. Right. And is it a good idea to alleviate any issues before like the due diligence period? Like say I have a broken sink or absolutely. like bad plumbing. What? <clears throat> oh, absolutely. I mean, if you, if you know, you've got a leaky sink or, you know, a, a tub that doesn't drain properly, um, why not? The, the, the buyer is going to come in and during their due diligence inspect the home. And we want to make the best imp- impression possible. It is much easier to negotiate. You, you're going to have a much stronger hand in the negotiations if the property is in good shape. And unclogging, you know, a bathtub is not expensive. You're going to have to do it sooner rather than later. And you would rather do it at your own uh, control cost than having somebody try to negotiate hundreds, if not thousands of dollars over something that shouldn't have cost that much. So it's definitely, again, a deep cleaning usually gives us insight on, is that faucet a little loose? You know, is there a little moisture underneath the bathroom that we need to check? You know, was there calcium buildup? Things like that, that are minimal, minimal cost to repair and will make a greater, much better impression later. Right. And so now let's discuss, like, I really want to remodel my home. Um, and there are, like, there are a few upgrades that get more return, more so than um, some other upgrades. And we've done some research on just the science math portion of it. Sure. Those pro- uh, those major renovations that aren't exactly so major would really mainly be a brand new garage door, which is around like under 4k so that's oh, not yes necessarily I would say closer to like 2000 yeah. uh, for a double garage door so yeah so if you're gonna if you purchase your home and you're thinking I'm going to make improvements to my home because later down the road I'm going to sell it whether it's six months from now or two years from now um, there are investments that you can make that will allow you to enjoy your home far more than you know than not um, where you're going to get most of your money back. Rarely do you get dollar for dollar back. So if you put a $3,000 stove, your house is not worth 
$3,000 more than the neighbor who has a $700 stove. So, I mean, you know, there, there's a fine line. And yes, you're right. There are things that are obvious. Like if something is broken, yes, do repair it. You don't have to repair it with a top of the line item. It has to be functional and serve its purpose. And you can make it aesthetically pleasing without spending a lot of money. Right. And that goes for the same for a kitchen remodel or even a bathroom remodel. Now, these can literally go from like 5K to 20K over that. And it's really not necessary to spend such a big dollar amount because, like you just said, um, just because you have a nicer appliance doesn't mean that value is going to be added to the home. It's just an aesthetic thing. And so especially before selling your home, if you really want to spruce it up a little bit, maybe just... um, repainting the cabinets, just slightly removing dated appliances, recocking your bathtub so it doesn't look cracky. That's big. Stuff. Yes, like, that's really huge. It's the little things that go a long way. Absolutely. New appliances, hardware, um, a backsplash as opposed to changing out all the countertops, you know, really um, making it modern without rebuilding the whole thing. Right. And um, another thing that goes a long way is just sprucing up the exterior, the roofing even, making sure that's um, A, aesthetically pleasing to the eye and up to code. Um, So on inspection, something big that we find on the exterior is um, landscape touching the roof because, you know, landscape grows and it could lift a tile. It could uh, displace certain things and, and there could be a windstorm and now that tile could it shifted, etc. So, I mean, that's very common. Another common thing that we often overlook is um, uh, paint. You know, sometimes it flakes. We have direct sun most of the year, so that can tend to dry out paint. And, you know, that's simply touching it up, sanding it down. That will That is something that is often called on inspections. On the exterior, again, going to water, um, anti-siphon valves, just making sure all the exterior faucets, irrigation lines are working as they should, nothing's leaking. Uh, landscaping is a really cost-effective way of dressing up a home. Very true. I mean, huge. Uh, painting a front door. You don't have to paint the whole house. The front door and the trim are impactful enough to really give a home a facelift and, and you know, give it that freshness that, that's necessary that to draw someone to want to come in and, and take a look yeah. at your home. We recently actually redid our front door, and it, literally <laughs> our house looks brand new, just the front door. It was insane. <laughs> Um, but it goes a long way, and especially in Vegas, um, if there's grass, we want to see green grass. That goes a long way here. Um, our, even our desert landscape, we don't want to see an overgrown cactus trim back. <laughs> <laughs> right, no that leaves, just neat and tidy Right, goes a long way. And so also, with these renovations, is it important to consider making it too personal? Like, you don't want to have, like, a neon yellow <laughs> wall. Would that affect the selling of the poem would it make it a little bit trickier it does i mean because you're going to have to find that one buyer who loves neon yellow walls and that's Mm going to be tougher there's less of those so um once we're getting ready to put your home on the market again with that unbiased eye we would remove anything that distinctly makes the house yours so your family pictures it's probably best to remove them because we want that new buyer to come in and imagine themselves living in it. They right. don't want to see your Thanksgiving dinner there. They want to see themselves there. So um, any anything that's overly personal would be good. Um, anything that's cluttered. Um, pets. I, I love my dogs, but there is a distinct personalization that comes with your pets. So, I mean, you don't want to see their beds, their toys, their little corners. It, all of that is best to just... Put it away for the showings. Um, same with toys. 
you know, again, it's decluttering. And that's not necessarily remodeling at all. That's just like a little bit of early spring cleaning, per se. (laughs) True. Um, And it's just um, making your home, presenting it as their potential home, and um, definitely handing the reins over to the potential buyer. Um, So that's good to hear. And that's just really easy to do. And I know um, you sometimes send out a cleaning lady for, um, you just refer a cleaning lady to your clients and it helps them out. So because we do this so much, we, again, have a whole plentiful list of resources and vendors that we can utilize. So if we need a cleaning lady, we have one. If we need a handyman, we have one. If we need a painter or, you know, a granite installer, all of those individuals are are at our disposal. We use them regularly. They're competitively priced. So we're able to quickly help our, our customers. For example, right now we're taking a listing where our client is in the military and he's in another state and his parents are in this home. So we need to help the parents pack up. That's a couple of laborers that, that we send, and then we're going to need to help them clean up. I mean, they're also working, so, you know, there's time constraints and things um, that we're assisting them with. Um, all of that can be done. We can we can alleviate a lot of that pressure and stress off of your hands. Uh, we're here. We have a full service. We have a concierge at our disposal. If there's something that we don't have a direct access to, we can definitely find it in a matter of hours at most right. a couple of days. Yeah, and that's definitely very helpful. And also a strong thing to consider right now, because there's such a low inventory of homes, Mm -hmm. basically the second you list your home, there's a chance it will go fast. So a lot of this, if you think, um, you know, this sounds like a lot of homework or something, obviously your realtor will take the grunt of that work and really put it into play. But your home is easy to sell right now. Right. It has to be priced well. It has to be worth what you're asking for it. And you have to show the client that value. Um, your hiring is to market your home. You're not hiring us to stick it in the MLS and, and then, you know, it'll somehow populate to, to some website and it magically sells. You hire us for all the other things that aren't so easy to, to do, like retaining the vendors, adequately preparing the home so that when it does hit the market, well, yes, there will be a lot of interest. Right. You still have to compete with the next home. And exactly. right now when prices are going up, that buyer wants to see that they're getting a bang for their buck. Who doesn't love a bargain? Who doesn't want to get their money's worth? And we have to demonstrate why your home is the best home for that customer. And that's what we do. And we do that through preparation. I'd rather take my time up front than have to stay on the market and then do a price drop and an adjustment. That, that right. just, time is money. We cannot be on the market wasting time. Um, and uh, that way, when, when we are in the market, we look fantastic. And there will be a lot of interest quickly. We'll get an offer. We'll get into contract. We'll, we'll tidy things up really fast. Because honestly, showing a home is a lot of work. A yeah. lot Maintaining that show ready, especially when you're living in the home, is, is a lot to do. Right. And on the buyer's end, if you're looking for that like perfectly remodeled home, there's really a chance that it's not out there. However, there's that's not to say that you can't make that home for yourself. Um, and so especially if you purchase a fairly priced home with the floor plan you like, and then you come in and make your own touches versus the buyer or versus the seller renovating it the way they like, you can do it yourself. And that's honestly, if it were me, I'd prefer that more, being able to put my spin on it versus taking someone else's spin and having to build upon that. It's definitely to each their own, but um, 
It's an advantage for sure. Yeah, you just need to know how much work you're willing to take on. There's a fine line when you purchase something that's been remodeled or, or you know, it has new floors paint. There's a premium that you're going to pay for that. Right. Uh, somebody took the risk on, you know, taking a house, putting money on it, changing it out, hoping that it's going to appeal to a consumer, and they expect to make a premium on it. If you're a first-time buyer, if you have limited um, funds up front, it may be a worthwhile idea to consider doing that yourself. Right. I mean, there is no need to, to spend money unnecessarily. And again, it's a fine line, how much you're willing to do and so forth, and we can help you analyze that. True. And so for you personally, what makes a home show and sell easily in your experience? Like what houses have you seen your clients go for immediately? It has to be available to the buyer. When we are putting something on the market, um, if that buyer wants to come see it at 7 p.m., that house has to be available at 7 p.m. and it has to look fantastic at 7 p.m. If they want to come in at 9.30 on a Saturday morning, it should be ready to go at 9.30 on a Saturday morning. Again, that's why I emphasize so much to do homework and, 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 and prepare early on. That way, when we do show it and we, we make it available that first week, it is available at 9.30 on Saturday. It is available at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Uh, and it looks great. And we right. generate all that interest that week so and that we can make close like cleanly inside the home. Organized, availability, good lighting, um, open, inviting, welcoming. You want someone to come into right. the home and have a good experience with that showing. You want them to feel good, fuzzy feelings about that being their next home. Very true. And so on the flip side, quite literally with homes that are fixed and flipped, um, that requires a more dated home. If you're looking, if you're really looking to do a full renovation, full gut, really do that. You obviously need a more dated home, right? And what's the return like on that? That's a little more hit or miss, right? As an investor, you yeah. mean from an investor's perspective? Yeah, I think you'd like to have at least a 25, 30% margin because you have to, there's that percentage where, you know, it may not sell. People may not like what you put in it. So, um, and you have to hit the price right. You have to make sure the property appraises. Right. So you, you do need that. It doesn't necessarily have to be age. It has to be the right number to right. make sure it turns And so profitable. you've had experience selling um, flips. We have on our YouTube a fix and flip journey. Um, also on our Instagram and Facebook as well. <laughs> but with that property, for example. You're talking about Wesley? Wesley, yes. Mm -hmm. um, that property was definitely... Um, it's sold very easily. However, um, when you're in the fix and flip process, it is a little bit tricky because there's a lot that you want to do, but you kind of have to stay within a budget if you want to see that return. Mm -hmm. So um, finding the return, like explain that a little bit more. It's difficult. Right. So when we acquired that property, we had a target sales price in mind, right? And we're, we're looking in the future. Uh, we bought the property for a certain amount of money. We estimated a budget for, for improvements based on what we were able to obtain through our inspections and, and, and that sort of thing. And we, have, and we had a potential profit margin to make. As we were going through uh, improvements, there were a couple of unexpected things. We found things in, 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 you know, that, that we didn't discover their inspection. So those had to be corrected. That ate into our budget. Um, there were a couple of things where um, more money was spent than, than originally planned cabinets. That was strictly an aesthetic decision going like, oh, these are so much prettier. And a little bit more money was spent. Luckily for um, 
us in that point, the, the predictions that we had made proved to be true. So the market continued to improve and that profit margin was always there, even right. though at points it seemed like we were cutting into it. It did follow through in the end, but that's the risk of being an investor, right? You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're taking a bet on yourself based on your, your data, your research. Uh, and it worked out well. It sold in less than 24 hours. We had multiple offers. Uh, it had a lot of interest and um, there's a very happy homeowner there now. Yeah. Was that a record hire for the neighborhood? It was. Yes, it was. Yeah. That's also tricky. The property has to appraise, right? When ever, when right, the right. entire neighborhood is selling at a particular price because all the homes are um, dated or whatever, you're also relying on an independent appraiser to come in and see the value of your improvements. And you have right. to quantify it. It can't just be a coat of paint and some new vinyl flooring. Like th- That's not a remodel. Um, you have to, uh, as a developer, as, as a fix and flip investor, a contractor, you have to be able to say, this is why this home is worth more right. and, and support it. And what was unique about Wesley was it went beyond just the aesthetic, just beyond uh, renovating that. I don't even know what decade that house was from, but good Lord, it looked aged, aged, aged in there. <laughs> but just renovating that, kicking out that 60s look <clears throat> and bringing in a much more modern feel. Um, it actually went to the... Um, interior of the house such as like the plumbing fixing that fixing the irrigation air, air conditioning yeah. Roof. yeah and that's definitely electrical um i wouldn't say necessarily the fun part of like the fix and flip they yeah, don't show that sexy. in hgtv yeah but no, that's boring it's all. definitely um that's what sells a home more so because that makes it more sturdy <laughs> well that i mean talking again about the experience of what makes a home easy to sell if that showing were to happen on wednesday at 7 p.m it's dark and if all i have is a couple of lights and then that hallway is pitch black that's not attractive nobody likes to walk down a dark hallway on an empty house so lighting is super important you know if it's really cold we need it to be a comfortable temperature in the home if it's really hot you don't want to come into a steamy hot house you know, all of those things that you don't consider are super important. We're, we're creatures that like, you know, we experience feelings when we walk through structures. So all of that is a, a cohesive, um, what's the word I'm looking for? We, we want that prospective buyer to feel good. And it's that's an immersive all experience. immersive. Thank you. It's all senses involved. Right. And so that's definitely good to hear. And so when it comes to remodeling your home it might not be necessary. There are a few minor things that could come into play, um, but you don't need to be spending a huge amount of money to make your home sell. You really don't. No, there are minor things, and it's dependent on situation. Um, even just fixing your carpets, uh, nobody likes a scent or something. Just putting a glade handle, it could sell your home, really. Um, and uh, it's all circumstantial so that's why you need to contact the experts um and see what's up but if you're also interested in doing a full remodel full gut fix and flip um Catherine can help you it's personally one of my favorites to look for homes that have that potential um to really just be fully changed from drab to fab (laughs) and so thank you guys for listening if you guys want more remodeling tips let us know and uh yeah we'll see you next week thanks for tuning in bye thank you for listening to today's podcast want more realty hit subscribe and leave us a review check out hiderealestate.com for more real estate opportunities and as always stay thirsty